really everything you want is possible, but you actually have to want it. And you have to, going back to what you're talking about, you have to visualize it, write it down, be grateful for what you do have, but don't be complacent with where you are. And, you know, so many people are looking in that rear view mirror saying, you know, I, you know, putting up all these limiting beliefs of why things aren't possible instead of figuring out how can it be possible. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Welcome to another episode of Better Wealth Breakdown, where we talk about concepts, ideas, and quotes from around the world to help you live a more intentional life. And today's episode, we're talking about why people are mediocre. And I'm telling you, uh, this is going to be a fun one uh, because, first of all, we should define that. And then second of all, we should actually share the data behind why people are being mediocre. Mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say the word mediocrity. (laughs) Well, so it's an interesting concept because again going back to a lot of the other episodes that we've recorded is like what's going on in our world is we're breeding a lot of mediocrity yeah that's okay that's how you say the word (laughs) yeah and you know let's look at sports everybody's a winner i don't like i don't think either of us resonate with that idea that everybody's a winner because that that doesn't happen anywhere in life yeah they're they're always winners and losers and mediocre is just being average Mm -hmm. you know I, i love this concept of rejecting average like why why would you want to be average and this all kind of comes from the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And he says, this is the not so obvious secret guaranteed to transform your life before 8 a.m. It's a pretty, pretty bold statement. Yep. But what's interesting is there's a ton of people that, act, that follow this. He has a huge community, a ton of high performers follow The Miracle Morning, and they all have their own adaptation of that. And, you know, we've, we've created our own personal adaptation of what, what our Miracle Morning looks like. But it's this idea of what is everybody else doing? Well, a lot of people are sleeping until noon and, you know, doing all kinds of things that really aren't productive. Yeah. And in all fairness, I don't think a lot of people are sleeping until noon, but there's people that aren't winning their morning. True. And the concept that, that, um, Hal talks about is like, whenever you wake up, wake up an hour earlier and be intentional with that Mm -hmm. journal, visualize. We take, I, I take cold showers. So does, so does Dan, like take cold showers, like, like do things to really set yourself up to win. And just that alone, what weeds out most of the people, because most people will, will sleep into the last minute and just get out of bed and and do the very least that they can do in the morning to just get to where they need to go. And you've already lost. Totally. And, and he talks about six concepts that really uh, affect this. And they are the rear view mirror syndrome, which are kind mm. of like limiting beliefs. And we'll break that down. A lack of purpose. Mm. You know, we see and hear a lot about that. Lack of accountability. I can't wait to break these down. This is there's so yeah. many amazing things here. Uh, a mediocre circle of influence, a lack of personal development, and a lack of urgency. Mm. So starting back at the top, the rearview rear mirror syndrome and limiting beliefs. I talk a lot about this because so many people have limiting limiting beliefs of like where they were before or what happened to them in the past dictates their future. And that's just so wrong. There's there's so many things that you can do. The possibilities are endless. And, you know, reading Jim Quick's book right now, Limitless, he talks about that we have the most powerful thing in the world between our our ears here, the brain. Yeah. It's a supercomputer. And it goes back to Henry Ford. If you think you can, you, you're right. Or if you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Yeah. This, this idea of our future is limited by our past, I, I experienced that a lot too of like, well, you know, this is the way I was brought up. You know, this is what I was taught. And all of a sudden, 
as I started learning more, as I started reading more books, I realized that really everything you want is possible, but you actually have to want it. And you have to, going back to what you're talking about, you have to visualize it, write it down, be grateful for what you do have, but don't be complacent with where you are. And, you know, so many people are looking in that rear view mirror saying, you know, I, you know, putting up all these limiting beliefs of why things aren't possible instead of figuring out how can it be possible. Or playing the victim card and saying, I can't do this because so-and-so, I can't do that. I mean, we could have a whole nother episode on some of the things that you've gone through, some of the things that I've gone through that we had to like, we had to forgive, we had to move on and, and we could easily use it as an excuse, but what's the point? Totally. And so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that are living mediocre lives because they can't get past their past. Yeah, and I, I love this quote from Hallie says, always remember that where you are is a result of who you were, but where you go De- depends entirely on who you choose to be from this moment on. That's that's really powerful. I mean, that, that, that alone is to take a moment, and you know, again, in the morning, in the miracle morning, he talks about silence. Hmm. Take a moment and actually think and reflect on what is it that you actually want. Yeah. You know, I, I really love this this idea of when we talk about health, wealth, love, and happiness. If you scored yourself from one to ten on that, where would you land? Hmm. And I don't think anybody would say they want a two. And yep. any of those areas, yep. like you would love to have a 10 in those. So what is it actually going to take to do that? And so th- there's, there's a lot of things like limiting beliefs are really powerful hmm. in, and taking away those limiting beliefs is also very powerful. And hmm. so both of those things, like it, it's, it's so powerful and it's just take a moment and think about those things. Uh, the, the second one is lack of purpose. I mean, my goodness, th- this alone, again, could be another whole podcast episode, yeah. but the, the book you wrote, The End Asset, the first part of it is about your why, yeah. which Simon Sinek says, start with why. Yeah. And how many people are walking around with a lack of purpose? Yeah. I mean, even going back to his book, it's hard to get out of bed in the morning if there's not something that drives you. And I just, again, what, like, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? Because I've said this many times and I'm going to continue to say it. You're not wealthy if you're not living an intentional life really want that to sink in because there's more to life than just money. And, and so really think about what that is, what that purpose is, and, um, and then reverse engineer your life, i.e. live your life in a way that lives that out. Yeah, and, and you talk a lot about seeing reach your highest potential. Like that's, that's something that still hangs on your wall today of like this purpose to help people see that, help them live an intentional life. I talk a lot of, about uh, don't wait to start living. Yeah. You know, there, there's so many things of like, when you wake up in the morning, what, what is that purpose that's driving you? And that's, what's so exciting about being here at Better Wealth is like, we're on such a purposeful mission. Mm. There's, there's never any question about that. And the people that are part of our team, the people that are part of our community, they know that a lot of people buy into that mission of yeah. impacting a million people yeah. in the next five years. Yep. And that, that is a galvanizing purpose right there. Yep. Uh, the next one is lack of accountability. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and just from a financial perspective, I, I'm really big on this idea right now of a lot of people do what we do, all, but you know we do things differently around here. If you, if you listen to this at all, you know that we do things differently around here. <laughs> we're the only uh, we're the only uh, financial firm that talks about cold showers on their <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, but the biggest thing that we're we're building right now in the the Better Wealth Assessment and the Better Wealth Model yep. is accountability. Yeah, that's huge because it's so lacking in the financial space. Yeah, a lot of people they have a model and they'll say, "Well, here's your numbers. 
go off on your merry way. We'll see you in a year. Yep. And who's holding that, you know, the, the coach or the advisor uh, accountable? Who's holding you accountable? And what is, where's the accountability in between that? And that's the big piece of if there's anything that we can do for you, it's provide that accountability to really actually help you live an intentional life. Yep. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't have to do with the money. When we were when we were launching Better Wealth Unlimited, it's it's our membership where we're helping people get their financial model. It's pretty much get their plan, their blueprint. But then one of the things that we we're saying is, okay, what can we do that will be irresistible? And we're like, we need a long-term lifetime accountability. So lifetime coaching, that's a little bit intimidating but we can't help you get results. I can't be fired up about what we're doing at Better Wealth if I'm not if I'm not willing to stand by what we're doing for people and I'm not willing to do something that's not going to be here for helping you the rest of your life. Because we find if we could do one thing, just be in that be that person to help you stay accountable to what you said you are going to do or what you want to do, that alone can be a game changer and most people won't get the kind of results that they want. Most people are stuck in their own ways because they don't have anyone that's willing to challenge them. They don't have anyone they're willing to be accountable to. Like, have you ever wanted to go to the gym <laughs> consistently with no accountability partner? There's a couple people that can do that. Majority of people need some kind of ex external accountability, which is not bad if you know about it, to to get the results. And so, well, yeah. I'm so glad you said that because Hal uh, makes this reference of what do you hate worse, going for a run or your current life situation? Wow. And you know, we, we joke a lot about, you know, January 1st and the first two weeks of January, the gyms are full because people make their new year's resolutions. And then the question mark is in February, where is everybody? Yeah. It's a good business model for the gym. Yeah. And so, you know, fitness is one of those things that I think we all can relate to. Finance should be, but most people put their head in the sand when it comes to finances. But then the other piece that, you know, I'm, I'm fallen victim to as well is reading books and not implementing what you read. Yep. You know, that it's one thing to read the book, like commendable. But what are you doing to actually implement it? Yeah. And that's, you know, talk about accountability. And Hal so brilliantly says, you know, when, when you read my book, first one of the first things he says is get an accountability partner. Yep. And have somebody read it with you. Um, you know, the, the next one is your circle of influence. And I know you, you're passionate about this one too, is, is, you know, you are, you become the average of the five people you spend yep. the most time with. Do, do an audit of the people that are surrounding your life and it's going to be really, it's going to be really revealing. We've had to have some tough conversations with people just in our life and just say, listen, like not necessarily like cutting them out of our life. It's just saying, dude, you're getting those, these results. This is how you're feeling. Look at who you're spending time with. And, and in full transparency, as we're building better wealth, we made some moves and we did that intentionally to say, listen, if we're going to think big, we need to be around people that think big. We need to, to position our life like that. And so if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you're stuck in this mediocre life, or if you just want to like break through and get results, do an audit of the people that you're surrounding with and, and, and ask the question, would you trade places with any of these people? And if the answer is a heck no, take a step back and, and really figure out what you want to do with your life and how you want to be spending your time. We're not saying cut out people. We're just saying be careful how much time you're spending with certain people and make sure that you spend time with people that are energize you, fill you up, and challenge you, keep you accountable, um, and that are living purposeful life. Yeah, and, and I think we, on our team here, we think about that a lot of, and, and you challenged me on this recently of like, who do you want to emulate? Who do you want to mm. you know, interact with? And this goes back to that sense of purpose and what, what do you really want? And 
whether you're 13 years old, whether you're 35 years old, 65 years old, like, what do you want? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be like? And then try and get in those rooms. Yeah. And, you know, do you want to be a millionaire? You know, people, a lot of people throw out that million dollar mark. Well, go start hanging out with millionaires. Do you want to be a social media influencer? Well, figure out a way to go hang out with social yep. media influencers. Do you want to be a, uh, the best marketer of all time? Well, go try and hang out with Russell Brunson. Yep. You know, I, I am like, I want to hang out with Jeff Bezos. So if you're listening, I, I'd love to meet you. And it goes back to like, that's the fastest way. That, that's how you learned was to go find the people yep. in the finance space that were already, they had already written the books. They already had the experience. They already gone through that grind. And you took that leap instead of, you know, you were still going to college, but you took that leap to then go and get your education from the people who already had that experience. So that would be the challenge is go, go find those people and um, get into the circles that you want to be in. Uh, the next one is lack of personal development. And this too goes back to a lot of times I think in our current society is we go to college, we get a job, and then we shut our brains off. Yep. And we feel like because we went to college, which I would argue you didn't really learn much anyways, and then you maybe you got trained at your first job that then again, going back to this idea of technology is passing people by because they're not keeping up with it. And personal development, whether it's books, whether it's listening to a podcast like this, um, you know, whether it's interacting with people, going to events, there's so many different ways to up-level your own personal development. And it's really important because time is moving faster than it ever has as far as like technology and the way things are changing. And if, if you, again, put your head in the sand, a lot of things are going to pass you by. I, I say this a lot. You are your greatest asset. So the number one investment you can make is in yourself. And I'm, I'm, I'm baffled by the people that want the strategy, the tactic. And then you look at their life and, and, and you have to challenge them and say, man, like you're only living up to 30% of your income potential. That's just an example of like, okay, yeah, we could talk about the and asset strategy. We could talk about our financial model. We could talk about tax strategies, but what would it look like if you did a, did a job change and doubled your income? And that's just an example of like, you want to continue investing in yourself, investing in your health, investing in other things that really uh, make you uh, perform and work at a high level. Yeah. And that goes right into the last point of a lack of urgency. Yeah. Totally. And, and you talk about this a lot. And I, I actually, I want to read this straight from Hal. He says, arguably the single most sig significant cause of mediocrity and unfulfilled potential, which prevents the majority of our society from creating and living the life they truly want, is that most people have no sense of urgency to improve themselves so they can improve their lives. Human nature is to live with a someday mindset yep. and think life will work itself out. How's that working out for everybody? And... You know, this, we see it in so many different facets, yep. you know, and again, we, you know, we see this in finance all the time of it's so much easier to just be like, oh, I'll figure it out someday in the future. Yep. And we're seeing more and more and more now, especially with what's going on, the uncertainty of the market, people 45, 55, 65 are all of a sudden waking up and saying, there is some urgency yep. and how can I fix this? And it's like, you, you know, when's the best time to plant a tree? You know, 20, 22 years, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the next best time is today. Well, you know, absolutely. We're still so happy that you're here, but it's so urgent that you understand this at a young age, or if you're a parent and you understand this now of to teach it to your kids or teach it to your community. There's so many different things like, you know, the urgency of figuring out this whole money thing is yeah. really, really important. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I, as we're just going through this, uh, this is obviously a episode that we care a lot about because we're trying to live out 
these six these six elements and not trying to be for for those things to not be the reason why we're being mediocre. So if you're someone that's like, man, I want to do something about my money. I want to make sure that I'm not being mediocre as it relates to the way that I think about my life and about my wealth. Uh, go to betterwealth.com. Uh, that's betterwealth.com. We have a ton of education that we're pumping out. Um, we're, but we're also, we have a financial assessment that can show you on a two-line graph what you're doing, like what it's going to look like now and in the future. And I think for many people that go there, they, they it's a wake-up call. Yeah. Talk about urgency. It gets you to start thinking about what you've been taught about money and what you're currently doing. And the reason we do that, and by the way, like we do that so that you can do it yourself. And we, we've just seen so many people go, oh, my goodness, like I need to do something different. And we want to be the company that is is there to help you uh, navigate these un, uncharted waters, quite frankly, but also help you to start taking back control of your life. And and in a way, Dan, it has nothing to do with your money. Mm-hmm. has everything to do with how you live your life. Yeah, and, and you know, I, it's funny you say that because I was just thinking that of, there's, there's so many, I mean, we talk about money a lot, obviously, but we it's always going back to health, wealth, love, happiness. And it, it all goes back to that idea of like, do you want to be mediocre in those things? And knowing knowing that the financial part is realistically the easiest one. Yep. It's, yeah, it really is. It's jarring to me when I look at some of these calculators and how and we keep talking about compound interest is so simple. It's volume of money, interest rate, and time. And if you understand those three things and you take care of that, then you can work on you know, having more happiness, having better health, yeah. having better relationships. And you know, going from wherever you are on that spectrum of, let's just say from one to 10, you have that opportunity to raise the bar. Yeah. Just the fact that you're listening to this podcast yeah. means that you want more. And that's what I'm just, I'm so excited that you're, you're listening. I'm, I'm excited to be here and share this yeah. and know that this, is, this isn't fake. Like this is what we do every single day. This Correct. is what is going through our minds every single day. This is what we're talking to our team about. And hopefully soon we'll be talking to, you know, the, our whole community in person at some point when this thing ends. Yeah, I would love that. Um, email us. Dan does, doesn't get any emails from, from the fans. So <laughs> dan at betterwealth.com. Uh, you can also email me at caleb at betterwealth.com. And yeah, be, live intentional um, and go out and crush the day. And thank you so much for listening and watching. Thank you so much for listening to the Better World Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.